Hi friends, welcome to episode 1.5 of season 2 of the Lessons from Dead Guys podcast. I'm not even quite sure what to really call this episode, hence the hesitancy in saying episode 1.5, because this episode isn't like a continuation per se of the topic of the last episode, but it's not a full episode. It's a mini episode, so it's a half a episode. I don't know. I'm still working on that. Branding is still up in the air, but I'm pretty stoked for these so-called mini episodes just because it's going to be a way for me to put some quick, short, thoughtful content out. And so I, I really hope that it uh, is beneficial to you. And so, like I said, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. The last, you know, the first episode was nearly 40 minutes long. And I know that's probably entirely too long for some people. And I'm really going to try to hit the 25 to 30 minute mark on a usual basis. Um, but I talk a lot, so you know it happens so these episodes are probably going to be in the range of 10 and 15 minutes um so you can just be kind of looking forward to those in the offset weeks in between the full the full length episodes of the podcast but um these episodes are kind of kind of just focus in on a maybe a single quote or an excerpt from a dead guy or gal and um that i just really felt impacted by and so this episode is actually on St. John of the Cross. Um, he, he lived during the um, mid and late, he was born in the mid-1500s. Um, I think he died somewhere right, at the, right before the turn of the century. He was, uh, worked in close relations with uh, Teresa of Avila, um, who I'm really stoked to have an episode on later on because she is just brilliant. But St. John of the Cross, just a quick uh, little bit on who he was. He was uh, a major figure in the Counter-Reformation. Um, he was a Spanish mystic, Roman Catholic, and eventually a saint. He's known for his works and his poetry, and he's, uh, his, his works on the growth of the soul are considered the summit of mystical Spanish literature. So, really cool guy. I'm still kind of, like I said, wading into some of his thoughts and stuff, and this episode's just about a single quote. But the thing, uh, I, I don't, honestly don't even know how I came across the quote. I believe it was actually because of Dorothy Day. Um, I think she quoted him in something I was reading, if I, if I can even remember correctly on that. Don't quote me on that. But um, this quote from St. John of the Cross is... Love is the measure by which we shall be judged. And it took me a while, and I, I very admittedly could be taking this out of context, but it really struck me that love is the measure by which we shall be judged. And I sat on that phrase for a while. I thought about it for a long time and just really tried to... Um, I didn't really do any research into it anymore about necessarily the context, but just what it meant for me in that moment was a reminder that no matter what at the end of the day when all things are said and done and I'm standing before the judgment seat of God when this world is coming to its full birth and all things are being weighed out that love is the measure by which I shall be judged it will be the standard by which I shall be judged and so the more I thought about that, just the more I guess it kind of really impacted me and caused me to self-reflect on a lot of things I do because I admittedly get into a lot of internet arguments 
and at the end of the day, those things, good may come of those, bad may come of those, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be judged by how I loved. That is the measure. And despite the fact that I almost animalistically devour theology books and doctrinal books and all of these different things, none of that matters. I mean, it, it does matter. I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but... I'm not when we get when we get before the the throne of Christ we're not going to get a pop quiz on church dogmatics or <laughs> theology or how well we can articulate the mystery of the trinity so those things are good they're beneficial for this life but if those things do not lead us to love then they they do become worthless because how we've loved how we've loved God and how we've loved our neighbor and how we loved our, loved our enemies, how we've loved the people that have made it the, made it almost impossible to love them. How we've loved those people is the measure by which we're going to be judged. So it's not going to be about how much theology you know. It's not going to be the fact that you got you know two PhDs in uh, you know Quine Greek or or what or Hebrew or Aramaic or or theology. It's not going to be you're not going to be judged by how many times you stepped foot in a church store or how much money you gave in tithes or or any of those things. It's love. That's the measure by which we're going to be judged, and that's what we need to remember about. Everything we do in this life, everything that we consume and we do, and these are these things helping me to love people better? Because at the end of the day, that is the goal. That is the goal is to whatever it is. And this has kind of been, I guess, a theme for me uh, in the last few years is that I might completely disagree with you on some various theological subject, but if for you, for whatever reason, that thing that belief or that idea pushes you to love God and subsequently love your neighbor more then I'm not going to have that much of a qualm with it because that's the goal is to reveal the love of God and express our love to God by loving the people around us loving the people that hate us loving the people that love us loving people that is the measure by which we shall be judged and at the end of the day that's what everything's going to come down to so you know we can we can speak of the divine mysteries you know with impeccable articulation and clarity you know we can be in church every time the doors open but when it comes time for Jesus to judge the living and the dead the one thing that will stand to evaluate us and our lives and if our lives truly birthed the fruit of Christ in and around us, truly were a place where heaven met earth, a, a place where new creation um, came to life, is how we loved, who we loved and why we loved. Um, and I think that's why Paul, you know, this is why Paul said to the Corinthians that even if we get everything else right, but get, get love wrong, then we've gotten everything wrong. <laughs> and so um, I'm actually going to read that text really quick just because it's, you can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat Paul with it. So in First First Corinthians, Firth. <laughs> sorry, I can't talk. Um, if you can tell, I'm really, really hyper for some reason right now, and it's eleven o'clock. And this podcast was supposed to come out two days ago, by the time you're going to be hearing it. But, anyways, Paul 
1 Corinthians chapter 13, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have a prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned out, and have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things. Love endures all things. And so Paul, he, he admonishes the church. He, he reminds them at the end of the day, everything comes back to love. And so even Jesus, Jesus said to love, love God and love your neighbor as yourself is to, def- is to fulfill the whole law. That is the fulfillment. The law, the, this, the Torah, that was there to push people to love God and love neighbor. And those things are the fulfillment. So, you know, everything that was set in place to hold us accountable in the scriptures, all of it, to, that is there to, you know, push us to be holy people is all there and is all summed up in how we love. So it's, and I know this is probably going to make some people stumble, but I, I even personally believe it's not even necessarily about right belief. Like, I just, I don't necessarily believe that you have to have all that down. I mean, I hope to God we don't, because I know there's got to be at least a million things <laughs> that I'm wrong about when it comes to my theology. So, it, like I said, it's not about right belief. It's not about saying a sinner's prayer. It's it's not about how many rules you kept. It's not about how how often you were in church. It's not about any of those things. Because those things are good. Those like a church attendance is good. Believing in the realm of orthodoxy is good. It's you know desired at least. And but the whole thing is is that it, it comes down to love. And I'm not getting off into some realm of you know just hippie you know love everyone loves just love everybody. I'm I'm not not taking Christ out of the equation because at the end of the day there without Christ there is no true embodiment of love so my point is is just to rem- to remind you and like I said I, I don't want to I'm I'm fighting the urge to to continue talking and making this into something that's 30 minutes long and I, I don't want to be able to cut it short because I just want it to be short and sweet and it'd be right to the point is that as saint john of the cross said love is the measure by which we shall be judged and if there's anything in our lives with that we need to evaluate our lives by that i think i think i know for me i have to go back and look at certain things and remind myself is that truly out of love am i doing that out of love am i speaking that out of love is this truly coming from a place where I want to reveal, where God's love is going to be revealed out of me or through me in this situation or to this person, um, and so it just it really kind of shook me. Like I said, and, and I I didn't get anywhere else in his writings at that point because that one line was just it brought me back to earth. I guess it brought me back down and reminded me, Ryan, it doesn't matter 
how much theology you work to get right or how much how many books you consume to to be able to to think rightly none of those things matter if you don't love that at the end of the day it all comes back to love my love for god is completely connected to my love for neighbor and love for my enemies and not that i necessarily have enemies but just you know, saying the people that make it really hard <laughs> to love them. I think you probably have those people in your life. Uh, some of you might even call them in-laws or aunts or uncles or siblings even. But whoever they are, whoever it is, how we love people shows how we love God. And they can't be separated. Because every person on the face of this planet carries the image of God and they are an expression of God. They're ex- they are an expression of God's love, and they are worthy of love. And so, like I said, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. So I, I hope that this just shook you like it shook me. This this simple quote, it just like I said, it, it really shook me. And I hope that it did the same for you, it made you begin to evaluate some things or just whatever i just i just hope it was beneficial to you because at the end end of the day that's what this podcast is about even though i'm getting on here and rambling half about my journey half about what some you know dead person has said it's it's really that i just want this to be of some benefit to someone else out there that is like me still walking through the dark trying to get this thing right and trying to do my best to or do their best to just follow Christ faithfully. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the first ever point five mini episode of the Lessons from Dead Guys podcast. This week also, actually, since you're getting this on Wednesday, tomorrow, the newsletter, um, the second newsletter for this month or Today's thirtieth, so maybe the first newsletter for next month. I don't, I don't remember what the date is, but the next newsletter comes out, and I'm really excited. It's, um, it's based on a little excerpt from one of my favorite, um, favorite Catholic Jesuit priests. I have a lot of those. <laughs> we'll learn about that later, I guess. But Pierre Til- Tilhard de Chardon. I always pronounce his name wrong, so don't crucify me. I'm not French. I took French in school, but it was it was a worthless endeavor. So uh, till hard to Chardon, the newsletter little devotion is from him. So if you've not signed up for that devotional, um, it comes out twice a month. I would encourage you to do so. It'll be in the show notes at the bottom. You know, a little bio about this particular episode of the podcast. So if you want to sign up, you can get get it there. I promise there'll never be spam. It's just a devotional twice a month, and um, just updates on the pro- updates on the pro- the project and what to expect and where we're going and things like that. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs>